All right, PKN episode 163. We were okay. just starting to talk and it was rolling. I, it, it just, I'll, I'll recap for what you missed. Taylor said, hey, slow news week. What could we possibly talk about? And it's like, <laughs> ah, I try not to talk about politics, but you can't have a bad weather system without it being pol political now. And, and that's yeah. not new, new, really. Like Katrina was really political, too, for, for W. But... Um, uh, yeah, but his failure was what was what was what was politicized. If he if he'd gotten down there taken care of it, it yeah, it just kind of blown over, if you will. Mm -hmm. But but it seems like anything <laughs> that happens, they all look at Trump and they say, "All right, what's he going to do? If he, if he does this, it's wrong, and if he does that, it's wrong." Yeah. If he goes there, he's distracting and he's and he's taken away from the rescue efforts. If he st if he golfs, oh my God, let's bring up a tweet he made four years ago of him mocking uh, Obama's golfing. If the if the aid doesn't get there instantly, if he doesn't teleport <laughs> that shit down there, it's his fault. If someone shoots someone, Trump. Oh, it, dude. It, every, everything goes back to him and it's a negative. And I'm not saying he's Out doing a good job because he's not. But it just seems we should really focus in on the things that he's doing a poor job at and stop making it seem like every time a frog goes extinct. Like literally, I guarantee you, like a frog could go extinct in California and they would circumnavigate back around. In Japan! It, it could Trump happen. It's lame for the global warming that caused <laughs> this frog oh, that we all have loved. Forget the pile. Nailed it. Bad. Now, I yeah. try to be this special snowflake that doesn't see things through the blue or red lens. And, and uh, I don't always succeed. But in, in this one, I, I, he came out today and, and he said that Puerto Rico was not a, uh, a disaster on the level of Katrina. 16 people yeah. died. Thousands of people died in Katrina. And uh, I, when I first heard it, I was like, he must have his facts wrong. Did thousands of people really die? Yes. Yes. Yep. And then I thought, well, maybe they weren't Americans, right? Because a lot of times when you get the really high body counts, like it happened in Haiti or something. Yeah. No. There were like 1,500 in Louisiana. Like, yeah. Yep. And, sure. and when he says only 16 died in Puerto Rico, you're not on the same level. It's like, well... At least by that measuring stick, you can't argue with him. Is you it know? really 16? So because, far. like, given how big of a story that's been in the news, it's mm -hmm. pretty shocking. I have not seen from any tweet of any news source saying the death count. He, like, I, I, I you can tell you. 16 right here is this the is first from today. time I've heard of it. I assumed he, it must be in the hundreds or something. This is from today. He, he's talking to some sort of uh, representative from Puerto Rico, and he's like, is it 17? And they're like, no, 16. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He threw one on there. It wasn't a bad guess. You know, I might have. <laughs> one did, did, you, yeah. yes. did you find one maybe under some rubble or something? Like, like everyone's been saying it's going to grow. They just haven't been able to explore it. And those people don't even pay all the taxes. 16, it's like when someone is like, hey, guess how much I got this brand new car for? And you say, I don't know, 58000 And they go, no. No, it was less than that, but still, like, <laughs> like, it's like you overshoot or undershoot it uh, in a way most insulting. And, and I, I, no, I said I took a little heat on this on Painkiller already, um, but I liked Taylor's solution. It, it, the heat I took was like, hey, how much aid should we give people who haven't been paying taxes, right? You know, because that, that's part of what your taxes buy, things like FEMA. And then when things, yeah. when shit hits, it's the fan, you know, maybe the government bails you out. Um, but they don't pay taxes and shit hit the fan and they still want to bail out. And, you know, that that's uh, so where do we fall on that? And then Taylor had a neat idea of saying, like, well, maybe they become a state and start paying in afterwards. And so they go, I don't know, that's something nah, that to ruins explore. The flag. 
Yeah, I disagree. I like the new flag just fine. The flag. I don't but, like... uh, bail them I... out, take care of it for now because you have to, and then change whatever the tax policy is that makes it even so that they're paying into FEMA. Give them I one of the stripes. I want to know stripes. what the positives are. I want to know what <laughs> the, the bottom red stripe is, is Puerto Rico. <laughs> Before we add Puerto Rico, I want to know what the benefits are for the, for, the, mm -hmm. for the rest of us, for the union, if you will. And I don't know all of them, but I'm sure mm -hmm. there's a lot of them, not just that one, uh, you know, not just income tax out, made outside of yeah, Puerto Rico or inside down. Puerto Rico suddenly being taxed. Like, I bet there are others, right? Like, now, do, like, like, and I, this is coming from a place of ignorance, like, now do we, now do Puerto Ricans serve more in the military or something? Like, 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 like what they is They serve it? more now. Actually, so Puerto Ricans, uh, in terms of, like, I don't know how to describe it. Per capita military participation yeah. is very high. They, they, they serve in the military a lot. Is that because but, they're poor? Yeah, I was trying to tell it to my daughter. I was like, well, that, that has a lot to do with economic opportunities, right? You know, like yep. uh, some people who join the military do it because they're patriotic. looking for adventure. Some people do it because they're patriotic. A lot of people do it because it's just the best career opportunity they've got going on. You know, yeah, um, and that's especially true in the aviation world. Something I'm kind of close to lately, but you know, it's it's a great way to get started there. Um, then I think that has a huge, re I think that's a big, big, big part of why Puerto Ricans are in the military so much because you know the economic opportunity is better there. They don't get paid less because they're in Puerto Rico. Yeah. they get paid like everyone else does. But if you want to be a grocery store clerk or something, then you would get paid less. I wonder what cost of living is like. In Puerto Rico compared yeah, to here, or right. I mean, it's so not here because it's so different across the U.S. But like, I wonder what state it's you know comparable to. Yeah, I couldn't Al answer with Alabama. authority. I, no, well, I know that a lot of the things that get shipped in are, are more expensive. Um, you know, so that's a thing. Uh, but like, I don't know how like real estate compares and stuff like that. That might be less expensive. So I don't know. Yeah, I think cars are significantly more expensive there because of being shipped in. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe sense. I made it up. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I don't want to go out on a limb. But uh, but yeah, so so Trump has taken all this heat on Reddit, like right now as we speak, for being so dumb. And look, I will grant the blue side that the way he said it wasn't appropriate for a politician. You know, like, hey, all you people suffering, this is really minor league suffering. Uh, you don't know shit about hurricanes, Puerto Rico. Like, like I'm misquoting, of course, but that's, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the vibe that he kind of gave off. And it was the wrong vibe. But yeah. uh, like Kyle said, focus on the actual bad things, you know? It's like, yeah, you're right in that it's total. Everybody is, or not everybody. So a lot of people, like especially those that are on the far right or the far left, now make 100% of their decisions based on what Trump says. It's like Trump will come out and say something that is not at all conservative as a policy and Republicans so so-called Republicans are like yeah yeah you say it Trump and Democrats will be like that's a you're gonna you're killing people and it's like <laughs> but you guys wanted this and the Republicans hated this two years ago and it's like no people you just so many people just look at what Trump does and then just decide based on that like the border where, wall how outraged the border wall like eight years ago was a democratically sponsored thing they Obamacare was a Republican thing yeah yeah, in Massachusetts. It's, it, it, it's, it's more all, than that. It, it was uh, their response to Hillary trying to have universal health care. They came up yeah, with Obamacare. And it, and it grew from, from Romney care and all that. It, it, I, it, everyone just wants to oppose the other side at all costs is what it seems like. And I, I, was, watching, um, I was watching this thing the other night, and I saw that 4chan has figured this out, right? Like instead of protesting and like going after the, the NFL players who take a knee, 
they came up with the most intelligent way to do this. They, they said, ah, let's push the NFL even farther to the left so that, so that all of their fans drop them. So they are starting this thing up. Why are there no trans cheerleaders <laughs> on the field? Why are there no trans That's cheerleaders? <laughs> the, the, the NFL is, is, is bigoted. We have to get some trans cheerleaders. Now, there are a few Americans, yeah, there's plenty, obviously. The stands still have people in them who will sit by and they'll watch the New York Giants take the field, even if uh, you know a dozen players take a knee when the anthems play. I bet that pie graph gets a lot more skewed if you start getting a few dudes out there cheerleading. <laughs> and I'm not, and, and I'm, there, are pl- there are male cheerleaders, and, and right. there should be, because like, it's required to do some of the shit they do. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about transsexual cheerleaders who are obviously, you know, men in, in skirts doing the splits and stuff. Like, I want to know why there are no be. female football players. Because right? they can't make the cut. No. No, Kyle. No. Kyle, Jesus, Kyle, what's wrong with you? What a horrible thing to say. But I've I, got a video that proves it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you don't have to prove it. We all know yeah, the, no, truth. <laughs> the, the truth. The truth is the women just haven't been encouraged to get into football and that they haven't been supported and people are holding them back. Uh, you can look at the numbers. There's zero women in football. Therefore, obviously, they're being held back in some way. Yeah, why don't they make the Olympics gender neutral? Uh, I don't know, because then there would be one event that women could compete in. It would be gymnastics, and it would just be a, a sausage fest. Like, that would, would be they, it. Would That's they why be able to compete in gymnastics? No, no, well, I mean, uh, the kind of gymnastics that women do or is different. So like they could There's, not hold the rings or whatever. There's no chance, but they could do the flips and the I'm I, I'm the just convinced that if you put guys on the uneven bars, which is a girl only sport, the guys would fuck shit up. They'd be so much better. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, so Kyle has a video to watch? Yeah, this chick is so so as far as I know, again coming from place of ignorance cuz football's fucking dumb. Uh and this uh, apparently there's no there isn't a gender rule in the NFL. You know, it's, it's come one, come all. So uh, this chick's trying out to be a kicker. OK, so they're going by the old, you know, there's no rule that says a dog can't play Little League. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Right, can we queue up at zero? I'm there. It's a one minute video, people. Ready, set, play. All right. Is this a no volume video? Is it, I'm just getting music so far. Yeah, I, I, I don't have this before. This is depressing. Oh, that's nice. Oh, she, oh, she, oh, she hurt herself. She oh, hurt herself? Oh. I can kick it that far, and I'm a doofus. She held her leg in the same way that, like, when you can't pick something up and you don't want to look emasculated, you go, oh, my back. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't that I'm not capable of lifting 150 pounds. It's my back today. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I've got to Maybe the maybe we'll get some help or, or do we have a tool? No, she held her leg and faked an injury because she is shit at kicking a football. Why is she even there? She's getting worked out by a trainer. That's it. See, done. Yeah, there are it. women in Division One football kickers who are okay at it. Like, apparently, kicker is a position where women, like, the best of women can do something. They can earn do a way something. on their team. Yeah. It, I, it's still, though, it's, that's bullshit. She's not I, even I don't believe them. that. Because well, here's the thing I about kicking. Like, yeah. like, like I, if, if kicking were only a precision thing, I'd be like, yeah. A woman mm-hmm. can do that. A woman can do a precision thing as well as a man, probably. It's Maybe not, not on average, but there are women who can do precision things as well as just about any man. And if you've got a giant, if you're trying to get a football player, like, like, yeah, this one can kick a precision thing. 
but there's different yardages at play. Like I yeah. saw, uh, I don't remember who won the game the other night, but they had to kick a 63-yard field goal the Eagles to, to won win that game, the game. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think the Eagles QB or maybe is over there. He's like, if he makes this, I'm going to give him my fucking game check. He makes this, I'm giving him my fucking game check. And the dude was like, damn. And he fucking makes it. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Like, everybody's pumped. No woman can kick a 63-yard field goal. There's no. no fucking way. And another thing, sometimes, like, what if that kick gets blocked and they start trying to bring it the other way? You've got to be coverage. And, like, the best kickers, when I see a kicker, like, step out of the way like a Nancy boy, I'm disappointed in that kicker. Mm -hmm. I want my kicker to, at like, try to throw over. a leg tackle in. Yeah, at least get ran over. Slow like, like, him down so the other guy can actually tackle him. Yeah, just yeah. be a meat shield. That's your job. Yeah, you think absolutely. this this lady could do that? No, like, it would be a real, oh, my God, is she okay kind of scenario <laughs> yeah. if a 6'3 muscle mountain monster just runs right through her. Like, Those and also guys. the thing of, like, uh, I bet, like, my foot is three times the weight of hers <laughs> and my legs are longer and I'm faster and my bones are harder and I'm just stronger and I suck at kicking. I, I did field goal kicks uh, for my middle school football team and I made most of them. You know why? Because <laughs> it's not fucking hard because I was an, a large eighth grader or whatever I'm and you just sure. kind of get it down. <laughs> And <laughs> <Good God. laughs> rub it in. Taylor, you said that, that Kyle was like, I think women can do precision things as well. And I don't know why, but I think they can't. Like, I, I think if there was a mixed gender pool, right, a pool being like billiards, that the yeah. men would dominate. And I don't know why. Well, that's You're not precision it, it, as much. That The men are actually, like, they're, they're larger frame, being able to, like, go over the table and get be better angles. Mm. It's not that the women can't. Okay, men dominate the ball. chess. Uh, it, now, well, that's a different thing. story. Like, that's, Kyle, that's a different you're, you're not 100 percent right here. Very un PC, but uh, men have better pro uh, trajectory mapping in their brains uh, because men and women's brains work differently, and yeah. so it's easier for men to predict the trajectory of a ball or know where to be to catch something. Uh, uh, your, your reaction time. Men have a significantly faster reaction time than women by like a tenth of a second or something well, we'll like that. that. That doesn't sound like a lot. But that's a lot when you're doing something quick. I, I wonder, kicking, Taylor. But, but kicking it, doesn't really require that. What I was thinking more like hmm. is like shooting. Like, like I, 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 putting that I, ball down and you have to quickly know, okay, that wasn't the perfect placement. How differently do I kick it now to get that, that trajectory could come into right? Play, I suppose in some odd situation. But I, I have a friend who only had daughters and uh, he's Mormon. So he had a, he's got three daughters. <laughs> I, I stopped short of the full Mormon posse. Hmm. But he, he, he got them all into competitive shooting and it's air rifle shooting at a young age he shows me their fucking targets these like i think it's 10 meters or 20 meters or something not a great distance but you're standing and shooting you're not on a bench or anything mm -hmm. they are shockingly accurate they mm -hmm. are frighteningly accurate it's not like oh yeah they're all in a circle as big as an orange it's not oh yeah they're in the size of a golf ball it's like no they're all fucking touching they're all See, fucking touching it, and you're it, right it, like as far as those three girls are concerned about shooting or whatever, like, and that's that's fair anecdotally. But when you're talking about things on a population level, you have to use generalizations, otherwise you can't come to any meaningful conclusion. And yeah, so uh, there, there, uh, there's, there's a right? there's a book there's a book called the Sports Gene, uh, and if 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 I if you pick a random average woman off the street and tell her to throw a baseball, and you pick a thousand men 
and tell them to throw a baseball. And these are men like me who haven't played baseball since sixth grade and would suck at it. Or, you know, just regular Joes, like uh, people who work at Subway and accountants. These aren't like athletes. How many of those men, those thousand men, do you think that one woman throws faster than, if you guys almost, had to guess? Almost zero. Like, like there, There's something like, about what, what throwing. What number do you think? Just me. There is, like, she throws it faster would be, than me. <laughs> it would be, like, like I would say 3% of women can throw are going to beat like three percent of men or something way, like that. I don't way too high. It's of those one thousand men, that yeah. woman will throw faster than two. Ah. So ah. it's in point zero, zero two. Like it's that level of difference. And that's just because of physicality. Like it's easier for men to rotate their shoulders. Like you have a different kind of build. Like like that's why you don't well, want it's, women it's, men competing in the same sports because it's it's not fair. It's lots of stuff, really. But all right, so throwing a baseball is isn't something that you can just do. Like if you haven't thrown mm. rocks as like a little kid, if if you weren't always just throwing stuff, or if you didn't have some coaching at one point, like you got to learn to throw. There's a, a really fluid motion. You, my dad was, and coaches were always like, you got to envision your arm as this whip, and you've got it, and it and it cracks at the end, and like every part of your body has to add to it. You're you know, your, your, your foot placement's important, your hips rotate, and your upper body rotates, and then your shoulder rotates, and then your, your bicep rotates, and then your forearm rotates, and then at the end, your wrist flicks, and just at the very end, your fingers have to do, and it's like, oh, shit, this is, this is a complete muscle chain reaction that has to happen perfectly to throw this thing optimally, and yep. girls don't do that a lot. That's yep. the thing that, that's part of the difference that I found. So I swam, right? And it seemed like, five percent of the girls cared as much as an average guy right you know it they even at the collegiate level they were like half in it for the lulls it seemed that's testosterone they, that, they that's yeah the, yeah competitiveness they, like they dominate killing I, themselves to dominate. So the, we had it, a couple all-americans on our team and, and those girls were like guys in their mentality but uh the bulk of them eh, you know they just kind of hoped that the other girls would win it for them. They liked winning. They preferred it. But, you know, it wasn't like they, they would rather die than lose. Yeah, that just wasn't yeah, there. Yeah, it, it, there's, and there's so many reasons for that. Like, like, I'm sure there's genetic reasons. There's chemical reasons. There's societal reasons. I mean, when a, when a man fails, hopefully, he's, he's shamed. He's shamed when he fails. There is no second place, only first loser. Right. When a girl fails, she's often consoled. Oh, no big deal, honey. Oh, it wasn't even a big deal. That thing you were doing anyway. Just nothing matters for you. Don't worry about it. Sort of, <laughs> sort of mentality can come into play with some parents. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. But like, I, I remember like, man. Well, like, yeah, I, I think that men's sense of self-worth is a lot more closely tied to winning and that kind of success in a lot I, of ways than I, I cried when I would lose. It was a real thing. It was like, oh, we have lost. This is shame upon us, especially if it's like my fuck up that, that makes us lose. If I strike out, if 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 my arm blow, you know, gets tired and I can't hit the strike zone now, if if like whatever we're doing, like it doesn't have to be like a team sport. Even we can be playing Frisbee in the backyard. And if I just get dominated, like we used to have shooting competitions all the time. If I lost, it was like, God damn it the fuck is this now they think yeah. less of me I, like, like, like it's not fun to be that 13. guy who lets in the easy goal in <laughs> overtime and then yeah. you lose the game and of course as the goalie 
you know, you skate over to the bench where everybody is and have to be like, I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> it, that one was all me, guys. You guys are really busting your ass that game. You For know? me, it was um, never tears or anything. It was like immediate plating towards redemption. How do I plot my way back? How do I get a rematch on this thing? Or if I, if that's not a possibility, like we won't face yeah. them until next year, it's like... Yeah. Oh, 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 next time we go out there, that other team is going to face the wrath that this team brought upon them. You know, like I, I that it was always like, how can I get back to where I belong? That, that yeah, I'm thinking when I cried, it was it was literally like the championship little little mm. league game. Like it was the, like we were at the, you know, it was a big tournament, and at the end, there's just me, us, and the other team, and I'm pitching, and we're ahead, and and I let the run in. It, it was over. It was all on me. There's no, there's, there's no one else. And I, I remember like looking toward the the coach and being like, I don't have it. Like 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 my arm is like numb. Like like after you throw, I don't know, 80, 90 pitches, like your arm just kind of gets numb and you just don't have any control. And I knew I just didn't have any control. I didn't have any control. I didn't have any. I had like 60% of my 70% of my strength. And I was, but but it wasn't a regular thing for for the player to be like, hey, I, take me the fuck out. Like it's not like the majors where you can be like, hey, coach, oh no no. Take me out. Take me out. Like, like that, that wasn't a thing. That wasn't a repertoire. And, like, it's kind of embarrassing. You know, the, the entire field looks at you as the pitcher. Like, both stands are full of parents. They're looking right at you. You're the one who cues the game up. Mm-hmm. If, you stay, if you sit there an extra 30 seconds, the game waits for an extra 30 seconds. So this is really a shameful, awful <laughs> thing. Are you allowed to throw fits when you're angry in baseball? Is that like... Yeah. I, I know oh, yeah. you can, like, kick dirt on the on home plate but yeah. i haven't seen much worse than that like i'm just remembering oh. back when i there was one time when I, I guess i was like 17 and we were in the playoffs and we'd gotten pretty far and we were in overtime and i'd been having the most one of the most stellar games I ever played it was like tied 1-1 going into ot and i think i'd stopped like 39 shots or something nice like 39 or 40 and we got through the first ot Second OT started, and I only had, you know, maybe five or six shots in the first OT. And then, like, two minutes into the the second OT, a guy comes down and and dangles my defenseman, who looked like a fucking idiot, and he just comes in like he was going to shoot and then took, like, a well, just a the kind of shot that you wouldn't see in the NHL at a high level because it's not smart, but the guy just got, like, nine feet from me and just, ah, <laughs> slapped it as hard as he could. And, like, your, like, your human reaction time isn't fast enough, and it just got right past my arm and went in and I like kind of sat there for a second frozen like it didn't score did it <laughs> didn't fuck and I turned around and I smashed my stick and it shattered and it flew back and broke knocked my net over I was so fucking pissed and I didn't realize till later like oh that probably wasn't appropriate like <laughs> as a way to act but you're right you get like so emotional you either want to cry or just scream or freak out at people because you feel it's like a, a feeling of guilt, even though it doesn't actually matter morally at all. Yeah, yeah, you're you're definitely allowed to to throw those kind of fits in baseball and smash equipment and stuff. Like I always brought my own equipment. Like I had my own helmet. I had my own bat. bat that was a very nice bat. Like like, and and, and I, I didn't like it when other people would like put my fucking helmet on because because like, <laughs> yeah. don't fucking put my helmet on or or take my bat. I'd be like, Did Jordan fucking take my helmet and my bat? Like like he's not careful with his shit like i knew when he like got a hit he was gonna drop the bat in such a way that it was gonna get all gonna get all fucked up it was gonna because i kept it really nice when i got a hit i lobbed it into the grass hmm. i made sure that it didn't hit the dirt and get skint up because you know it's got designs on it and shit and he don't he slammed my helmet it's like what the fuck that's my <laughs> fancy custom helmet that fits my dome just right Jordan's you're big sw- 
Jordan was an asshole. He sweated so profusely for a child that we thought something <laughs> might be wrong with him. It Did was Jordan absurd. ever stand on your rain fly? No, not <laughs> Did once. Did he not take care of other people's things? Is that what we're saying? We're not talking about a 30-cent <laughs> rain fly, okay? We're talking about my, like, my like $400 bat and like my $200 helmet. It was, it was custom for me. It fit my head. For His what it's big... worth, I would be way more abusive towards a bat or a helmet. Like, I wouldn't give a fuck. I would, I would have proud scratches on them. I would just treat them differently than a rain fly. No. Mm-hmm. No. My shit is shiny. I take care of my shit. Like, like, like that was my... And, and, like, not many people had their own shit, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like, like I like, everybody else is going to I like my stuff bat. getting messed up. Yeah, I like it like to be a little sports. used, a little battle scarred, right? Yeah, not fake battle scarred. You can't just bang it against your doorway at home. These are earned you scratches. Can. Yeah, the first well, you few games after you count. get new pads and a new stick, as a goalie, you look like a, a rube, like an idiot, because <laughs> like there are no black marks all over your stuff. There are no chips on your stick, no little breaks. Like every time I'd see a goalie with like brand new stuff on, I'd be like, oh, this could go any way. <laughs> he might be horrible with rich parents, which is usually what it is. Or he might be the kind of guy who plays so much that he has to get new pads every year. So, it was, and th- that was fucking expensive. I imagine bats are in the hundreds of dollars as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Hey, um, three, four hundred bucks. You probably haven't heard there was a shooting recently. Where? Did here. It was in Vegas. Uh, what happened? Do we... Uh, uh, more seriously, do we know yet? What do we know about this shooter? Like, I uh, here's what I know. I think there were 59 killed, 58 killed, something like yeah. that. I, and I'm pretty um, sure the shooter was a Saudi immigrant. Um, he was connected with ISIS. They're saying uh, a young man, mm. um, uh, uh, poverty stricken. So we're poverty stricken. So we're not sh- quite mm. sure where you got the funds to purchase the weapons. No, he was a 64 year old white millionaire. Um, was he a millionaire? Yeah, owned a couple planes. Trainer. He's got like three, ha- three or four houses. They, they every day they raid a new house. They're, they're shocked when they Game find work. more guns in his in his third house. They're like, "Can you believe he had eight in his third house?" Like, yeah, yeah, that I sounds like- completely normal to me. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. He's he's a 64 year old white guy uh-huh. who millions of dollars from real estate, a, a professional gambler. I read somewhere that, or maybe not professional, I don't know, but apparently he'd, he'd won a lot through gambling. And there is still nothing that I've seen, at least, that has anything to do with, like, a motive, mm. like, no manifesto, no group of, like, uh, or no, no, no thing coming out of, like, oh, it turns out that he hates, you know, the kind of people who are at country music, you yeah. know, shows. Or that right. he hates, you know, like, uh, rednecks or whatever he yeah. would have perceived. Or, or any Williams fan. He didn't like, like that Jason Aldean stuff. Like. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. It's going to be interesting to see what comes out about him, if anything, because it's so bizarre right now. Like, usually it seems like some kind of motive comes out. It'll have to come out eventually, right? Like, because I, it would shock me if someone got that radicalized without, like, finding people online with the same views. Because I feel like that boils it and helps it grow, you know? Mm-hmm. You can have your own wackadoo views, but it's not until you find a forum of like-minded people that you can really, you know, percolate it to the next level. I agree. So I, I think when they check out his computers or phone or something, they'll find something. Yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy the way he did this thing. It, it looked, it's so well-planned, it's so well-executed. Um, like, like, he had cameras, I guess, in the hallway, and like a display mm. in the room, so he could he knew when the SWAT team was coming. I, 
you keep getting conflicting reports and you got fake news over at CNN and that's all I get these days. But they said that <laughs> that that when they blew the door or whatever, that this guy jumped out into the hallway and like engaged them physically and ended up shooting one of the SWAT team guys in the leg. Like, but oh, then no. I hear reports that he shot himself like before they could get to him. Like like that's the and, one and, I and heard. Those, I don't, yeah. And those two are nothing like one another. It's it's not like you can't get those two confused. Um, but, but, you know, he had to have a special hammer, I would imagine, to knock those windows out. Maybe one of those escape hammers that's very, very hard. Can I ask you, because you might know something about this, can you not shoot a window out? Like, because in my head, I'm like, you shoot it, it's damaged, and now it's easy to break. Yeah, he totally could have shot the window out. My guess is he wanted to, he knocked both windows out, got everything staged up. He had, uh, he had cameras set up filming him, I believe, too. He got his bipods, he got his rifles laid out, he had this thing planned, and he's going from rifle, the reason he's got so many guns, he's not wait- He's not reloading, he's going from rifle to rifle, he's got, I, I saw an AR with a 60 round surefire mag in it, do, and uh, I, do you know if it was, fu- I've heard it was fully auto, but I also know that even a regular untrained person can pull a trigger fast enough to sound pretty auto. Yeah, but the thing about when, when a regular person is shooting that fast is it's not continuous, and uh-huh. uh, it's not this staccato kind of thing this this even evenly right. paced thing it didn't it sounded about 700 rounds per minute to me which is about ak but the thing is since he's switching rifles and i know that he had 308s and two and 223s they said that the calibers range from that and i never heard a different pattern so i'm not exactly sure if i had to take a guess i would say he had a crank fire uh which is this little thing you it, it goes on the side of the receiver and it's like, uh, you know, one of those little jack-in-the-box toys, you know, how you do It's like one of those on the side of your gun. And as you crank it, it's firing the weapon at a really even pace like that. That's that's slower than full auto because an M4 carbine is very fast. It's like 950 rounds per minute, something somewhere around there. It's more more like that. And he was going, which is more like AK-47 speed. But he's switching rifles, so... Maybe bump fire, maybe crank fire. I would hope not, because then you'll see those things targeted right. and uh, and looked at more severely. They'll they'll get to the bottom of it eventually. Like maybe he he could have altered them. You know, you can convert uh, an an M4 anyway that's got the right carrier. You can convert one of those to full auto in a very very short amount of time with just a power drill. And you can uh, get full auto e- legally. It's just hard. Um, he, I, I was, I think Chiz was debating someone on, on Twitter the other night about gun control. And I was uh-huh. like, well, the way you debate someone on gun control is you ask them what their plan is. And then you shoot it full of holes, if you will, because, <laughs> it's e- because it's easy to do that because nobody has a plan to solve it. I could come up with a plan to solve it, but uh, it, it, there just isn't one. There's too many guns. And, and the thing is that gun manufacturers are very smart people. I have a plan. And law, lawmakers aren't very smart people at least in the in the realm of of gun manufacturers so if they they come up with this legal language and then the gun maker hires a lawyer and they find a way around the legal language look at the sig arm brace right are you familiar with this yeah Yeah. so the sig Uh, arm brace different arm braces the whole pistol rifle thing yeah exactly Uh so if you want a short barreled rifle you need to get a tax stamp it's an nfa item but if you want a ar-15 style pistol which, uh, which can have any length of barrel, a very short barrel, you know, five, six, seven, eight inches, and it just has the buffer tube sticking out the back, which is not shoulderable, um, then that's all good because it's a pistol, and pistols' barrels can be short. So SIG made this thing called an arm brace 
that attaches to that uh, buffer tube, and it sort of straps onto your forearm, and you're able to fire the gun like a pistol more easily. And that passed the NFA, uh, the, the, the NFA guidelines. It got around the legalese language. But if you look at the thing, it bears a striking resemblance to a fucking stock. And all you got to do is mounted, shoulder yeah. the thing. However, if you shoulder the thing in front of the wrong people, you, you know, you've, you've committed Do you want to hear the Woody plan? Yeah. All right. So, look, I'm not claiming it solves all gun violence. It's not the goal. The goal is to be better than today. So here it is. What it is is private sellers no longer sell person to person. So that way, everyone goes through the background check that you would get if you went to a gun store. Because a private seller is something I saw today, like 40% of gun sales. It's a pretty big amount. So now, if I want to sell to Kyle, we both go to the gun store. We pay that guy 15 bucks to facilitate it. And he does a background check. I guess, on Kyle in that situation. So that's part of it. And to make this more palatable to gun owners, we wrap in silencers becoming available like, I don't know, cans of soup. You know, I don't care, right? So in one, in one bill, we call it the Hearing Protection Act if you want it. I think that's one that's cooking now, right? <laughs> the Hearing Protection Act. <laughs> right? right? Against <laughs> child pornography. <Yeah. laughs> and, uh, and we make silencers legal, and we make private sales bring in a gun store into the loop uh, so that people don't ignore background checks anymore. And what we get is a step forward towards both safety and coolness. I like that a lot, but here's the thing. Um, right now, you have an enormous pool of weapons out there that are... See, see to, to enforce that, then you also have to force everyone to register their weapons. Because otherwise, how do you know if, if you sold me a gun? How do you know? How does anyone know that, that you sold me the gun? And how can you prove when it was sold? Because what's going to come into place here is they're going to be like, okay, it's June 3rd. Any gun sales from person to person after June 3rd, you have to go to a gun store and make it right that way. And I'll just be like, oh, well, let's just say we did it June, June 2nd. And how would anyone know? Unless you force everyone to come forward and register their weapons, and then you make it a serious crime to possess a non-registered weapon. Um, this might, I hear you, and I don't like the register, because it feels yeah, a little now there's a list. Yeah, yeah, we're not, the list, yeah, exactly. I have an issue with that. But even though in North Carolina, there's totally a list already. <laughs> um, but it might be the kind of thing where it takes 10 years or 15 years to really be worthwhile. And then that whole backdating thing becomes silly. You're like, you know, it's like, dude, you're, you're 25 years old. Are you telling me you, you did this 15 years ago? <laughs> you didn't. Yeah. You know? uh, so that, but anyway, I, I, I still like that idea as a, as a step forward. You know, is it perfect uh, no no but you know what is it perfect is the enemy of good I, the idea that you can't do something good because it's not perfect i don't i don't like that the yeah. idea i dislike more than any is this like loose language of people who who don't who clearly don't know much about firearms mm. where they'll be like oh we need we need an ar ban because people think that ar stands for assault rifle they don't know that it's just Armalite is the company that makes that one. Mm -hmm. like, like, that's what I really dislike. And all these disingenuous stats that people throw out there where they, they you know, they include suicide and gun violence because that fits their agenda. Uh, like it, 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 it's, it's, there's so much shit to wade through. With oh, all yeah. of this, but that's got to be the argument that I dislike the most of just get rid of all assault rifles. It's like, just like what Kyle was saying. Like, I bet Kyle's question, well, what would your question be to that? 
Kyle, if someone's like, just get rid of assault rifles. Define an assault rifle. Mm -hmm. Okay, now that you've defined one, I'm going to go around that. No matter yeah. what you do to define assault rifle, if you say semi-automatic fire, I'll link you to the Troy Pump Fire AR-15s, right? I'll show you a lever action. I'll show you a uh, I'll show you an 870 full of full of one ounce slugs with a 20 round box magazine on it. Like like no matter what you do, remember when Joe Biden told you to go get yourself a shotgun, leave that old AR at home. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, a shotgun is fucking lethal. <laughs> now yeah. it wouldn't have been great for what this guy was doing at 400 yards. Mm. He wouldn't have been able to deliver nearly the firepower. But you can't go anecdotally. You can't be like, oh, let's solve let's solve this thing that happened last week. Let's solve that. The the one mm. in a lifetime apparent. When's the last time someone did something this crazy? That Texas clock tower shooter back in the sixties. Heck, I've like, got this something was, crazier. I mean, Pulse was just. How about we go back year, just year and a half what, ago. two or three months to that guy in Nice who got an even higher kill count with a van and a crowd. You Absolutely. Know, it, 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 to, to focus on like, all right, we need to make sure that fucking hotel windows are bulletproof and not knockoutable. Like that won't get you very far. There's plenty of tactics you can take. Yeah, let's burn alive. The fire department will be out there, what, <laughs> what using a diamond saw blade to cut a mm -hmm. cut a cut I didn't a even hole think in of your that. fucking yeah. Like, Look Jesus at uh, Timothy McVeigh. Mm -hmm. Didn't even use the gun. That's yeah. what you know. Chiz was having that debate, and and I was kind of going through this list. I was linking him to multiple firearms, and of course, this guy was a millionaire, so I linked him to an NFA page, a, a page full of pre nineteen eighty six fully automatic machine guns, which includes light machine guns, belt fed nineteen nineteens. 50, uh, M2s, a 50 caliber uh, machine gun, all of these things like the guy could have gotten. And I'm sure, you know, if he wanted to, then I was, I was like, here, here's Tannerite.com. Here's uhaul.com. Like, do I, do I have to, do I have to explain how this works? Like, mm -hmm. like you can't stop the madman. What you've got to do is get rid of madmen. You've got to work on mental health. Background checks are a good thing because that makes sure that the people you've already mm -hmm. identified as either psychopaths or felons or violent people, whatever, Whatever you're using to determine if someone should or shouldn't have a gun, you know, if if, if this guy had survived, and let's say he, you know, it's the future's coming, CRISPR and all that, it'll be in the prison systems, right? You know, maybe he makes it to 280 years old or whatever, hmm. and they let him out. We wouldn't want to arm him again, right? Like like he's had his mm -hmm. he's had his shot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah and I, he's, he's yeah. I uh, I hear you. I, I look forward to when the details about the guy come out. Uh, yeah, and and. I'm also interested in the in the first responders, you know, in so many of these things, I swear, the first assigned responders can totally suck an egg and they'll be praised as heroes. This did look like a tough one. Uh, like the I gave the French policemen a hard time when they went into that uh, uh, the, oh, con the concert. Hall. They were very yeah. slow about entering the concert hall. And these guys, were, they killed like what, 90 people, 118 people, something really high. And it's like, dude, mm -hmm. it went on for like 15 minutes. And you're like, Coming up with the plan on how to take out two guys, yeah, you know they're just in there executing people. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, oh my god, and and but those first responders were so brave and so wonderful and so fucked up. So, but this one, people. it looked like it was pretty tough. You know, that with him up in the hotel room, even identifying which room number it was could take. And I heard the whole thing had been in eight minutes. That's that's what I heard. So that's fast enough. That's as fast as it's ever going to get. They got a right? SWAT team in that guy's hotel room with an explosive charge within 10 minutes. That That's shockingly fast. I, right? like, yeah. Once I, I saw video of it and I saw like an aerial layout of the area, it was like, yeah, it, it's hard to be a lot faster. They weren't like outside his hotel room door for 15 minutes coming up with the plan like the fucking franchise. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, I mean, it would take me that long just to get dressed, right? Like, like to get all my gear on and like yeah, it's loaded. All right, get a helmet, man, and my, vi- and get my goggles on. Just uh, like, where's Larry at? He's got the Ram, right? It's all foggy. Yeah. Like, Who put fingerprints on my goggles? Yeah, it seemed like they were pretty quick, that, and that the guy had a, a strategy that would make first responding naturally slower. Yeah. You know? So yeah, absolutely. That guy was uh that that's the scary thing about it is like this guy was not a maniac. What he did was pretty maniacal, I suppose you could say. It's it's outrageous. It's, he wasn't it's horrible. An idiot anyway. We don't really know if he's a maniac yet. Like yeah. a manifesto could still come out. Like who know like he could have been talking to those cameras he set up, apparently. You know? <laughs> there might I be something like it, on there. It what seems, I'm getting I don't at know, is like oh, go ahead. It, this wasn't the guy who like like so many terrorist attacks, you're like it's easy to see how this person was swayed to believe that if they did this, there would be virgins and like olives waiting on them in the afterlife. Because mm-hmm. just what they did there was fucking stupid. Like he jumped out and stabbed a cop and tried to take his gun in the co- and then rammed some people. Like that, what a terribly thought out plan. His weapon was a kitchen knife. He couldn't even go get a tactical knife, like a big Bowie knife. Like this is a shitty plan from a stupid person. But that's not what we saw here. This is a guy who set up his own security system to like watch his back. They they kept saying tripods, so in my head I'm wondering if they mean that there were tripods set up in his room filming what was going down because he wanted to like record this, or if they're it's just them being dumb with their nomenclature and they mean bipods on rifles, or if he had mm. a tripod set up that you could you know that you could set a weapon system on. I don't know. Like like, I mean, I, I, don't know. Yeah, I will we say really can't I really know anything yet. I'm so glad I asked Kyle about if they were automatics in the gun stuff because he had some insight that I haven't heard anywhere else that I wouldn't have had myself. Yeah, it's uh, it was just the the way it sounded. Mm-hmm. It, that's not an M, that's not an M4 sound to me. It's just not. It's too slow. Um, and it's an AK I also has thought a it sounded noise. like like it. I might be able to shoot that fast, but not that consistently. It, like exactly. some would pop off quickly, some would be a little delayed, and yeah. uh, but it also you hear very little about fully auto used nefariously like it's not very common yeah um he could have converted them easily you know Mm -hmm. it's you can you know i kind of don't like to say this on a youtube video but you can figure out how very easily you can order the parts to do it very easily and the tools uh cost 30 dollars. and you could do it legally because you have the licenses for it i don't have that license anymore i've let that one go but uh, well, yeah but yeah it, have but, you ever but, done it when you oh have yeah. yeah oh yeah, yeah. Like, like i've legally done it before um uh. i ordered one of the new <laughs> i'm about to explain how to make how to do it even easier but don't do this it's a it's a it's a federal crime so so don't do this if you're listening but we got the new frontier lowers which are plastic it's a mm-hmm. plastic ar-15 lower so you can drill through plastic like plastic you don't need a, a press to, to like line up an aluminum uh, lower and carefully drill your holes so they're straight. No, you can <laughs> you drill two holes. I believe they're two different sizes, and uh, you, you put a new you put a new parts kit in there. You put a new put an auto sear in there, and the fucking thing's a machine gun. That's mm. very illegal. Don't fucking do that. If you want that kind of experience, get a bump fire stock, which is a hundred percent legal. I think everywhere, at least it is in Georgia, and you know it's it's a slide fire type thing. The the rifle vibrates in your hand it's sort of a masturbatory motion you just apply steady forward pressure and i got it the first time back <laughs> woody got it the first fucking time and, <laughs> and turned like a you know a cheap 900 ar-15 into yeah and you can't be highly accurate with it because the rifle's sliding back and forth in your hand but 
A lot uh, of people, it, including me, I'm sorry to cut you off. Not that accurate is full auto. I, I don't think this case with the crowd down there, full auto might work. But most of the situations where I hear about like people going on a rampage, like going through the mall, shooting anyone they don't like, uh, full auto would be a bad tool. You get way yes. further with semi-auto. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is the the, the spring indiscriminately into a crowd uh, is is unfortunately where full auto kind of shines. And eleven uh, different weapons, you know. Yeah, yeah. And this guy. I've I heard really eleven. I've heard other numbers too. Yeah, so. yeah, I've, I've heard, heard at least that many. Yeah, like, the, 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 the thing all... I'm seeing a lot of online is people being like, "Oh, is this terrorism or is it not terrorism?" and all that, and it's like, like, I. Like, obviously, everybody knows for something to be terrorism, it has to have, like, a political or religious motivation, like an agenda you're trying to push through violence and fear. There, I I don't know how people are looking at this right now and saying, oh, yeah, it's probably not going to end up that he had an agenda. It's like, no, this guy definitely did, which would make it terrorism the whole way. Like, regardless of what agenda he had, we don't know that yet, but it just seems, like, literally unbelievable to think he just went mad and then... And that was it. Like he, I, I actually, think that he, I had to look up terrorism because Taylor said it was obvious, but Taylor has a good vocabulary. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> let, let me see. Does it? Here's what it means: the unlawful use of violence and intimidation, especially against civilians, in the pursuit of political aims. Yeah. So, so Taylor was right on. Um, yeah, I guess what's the only thing left is: did he have political aims? We'll find Wouldn't out. you be shocked well, if, he just if had it a ended brain up tumor? that he literally was just a brain tumor guy? Like Kyla said, that just seems kind of far. That seems ridiculously far fetched. What, what if he? Uh, what if this guy got a brain tumor and he was like, "All right, we'll let fate decide. I'm going to put my eight million dollar uh, net worth on the roulette wheel. If I win, eh, we'll we'll go out peacefully. If I lose, well, hell, there's no reason to wake up tomorrow anyway." They said he had some big gambling transactions recently. I, I heard he? that on. Actually, if he did that, that would not be terrorism. It would not. That yeah. would be an insane person. Yeah, I was going to. Oh. I don't think that's true. Well, we we keep mentioning how he's a multimillionaire and has access to a lot of funds. I, I I might be an idiot, but I feel like a lot of people, a big chunk of the population, have access to a lot of funds if there's no tomorrow. Right, yeah. you know, like or at least enough. Funds. Yeah, you know, you He's could, got two planes. I, you he could have done worse. You right? put a second what? mortgage on your house, and you can buy eleven guns easy. You know, <laughs> and all the on all the rounds you can do, and then you know, yeah. if if you're dying tomorrow, a lot of people have access to funds. It's max your credit cards out. I, if yeah. You got a decent, if you got a decent credit score, you just ah, well, I think I'd like an Amex, a Discover, and an American Express, and yeah, we're done. You know, like you just need sure. guns aren't expensive. Guns aren't expensive, especially right now. I mean, stocks soared uh, as of this week for some reason. I can't imagine why, mm. but yeah, you know, guns are really fucking cheap. Uh, I, I'm not saying his arsenal was cheap. He probably had nice shit, but Before, guns are cheap. I haven't bought a gun in a while. Um, maybe if I own one, I change my mind. But I think guns with Kyle, help me. Is it called an integral suppressor or an internal suppressor? Integral? Integral suppressor. They are the neatest thing to me. I think they're really cool. Uh, the ones that screw on the front, I get how they're more practical and how they you know, you can cover a bunch of... But integral suppressors, to me, are just... Are those well, illegal? Yes. They're, well, well, well they're, it, they're tricky. It's a suppressor. $200 tax stamp and a lawyer okay. and six months or more. And, and But you can get them legally. But uh, it's... 
it's time consuming and it's a pain in the ass and I don't have a trust set up and all that fun stuff. So I was like, man, if this silencer thing goes through, you guys probably knew there's a bill called the Hearing Protection Act uh, that we're going to make silencer legals. They were going to vote on it either this week or next week. I bet they don't now. And uh, I was like, if that, I'm getting something with integral suppressor. I'm getting it. I don't know. It's a honey badger, something that looks like a honey badger and shoots like a Glock. I don't know. But uh, like, I really, really, really wanted one. That was going to take gun stocks and make them go up again. I, I, I would think... suggest a 1022, uh, the, the Ruger 1022 rifle. Uh -huh. They look very cool, integrally suppressed, yes. and they're incredibly quiet. I've touched um, one. I haven't fired it, but like, they had one. They're. They look cool. They're awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I think those look nice as well. Um, it, it's three months waiting period. You should like like if you go to your gun store, like they'll have a card there for their NFA lawyer, and like um, the, setting up the trust is the ideal thing to do. But you don't have to. You know, you can just get it in your name or whatever. The trust protects you from some stuff, but uh, and it, and it makes uh, further purchases a little more easy. The main thing is, um, you know, when you pass away then you could have someone else in that trust who the guns would just kind of shift over through and you wouldn't leave the burden of paperwork and transferring to a loved one of some, uh, mm -hmm. of some sort. Um, yeah, I don't know. Somehow that all seemed like, Oh, if they're going to vote next week, I'll just yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, wait on that. But, but you know, if you still want to do, I mean, you can fucking do it with a phone call. You could just order that. You could do it all over the phone. Um, hmm. but the, uh, but I like the integrally suppressed ones too. And there are some guns that are multiple tax stamps. So, you know, you get a short-barreled rifle with a, with a suppressor and uh, uh, integrally suppressed, so it's a two-stamp gun. And those guys that have those, yeah, it's my two-stamp sig. There's a lot you of know. karma to be had posting that on Reddit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah people go nuts. But, yeah, we'll see where this goes. Um, here's, I want to make this deal with everyone now, which obviously is impossible. Whatever he believes, right, if he's a member of Antifa or if he's some right-wing lunatic or whatever he is, can we agree that he's not representative of me or you, <laughs> you know? Like, if he's a Trump voter, I will not hold the two of you responsible. And if he's a Hillary, a Hillary voter, I will ask the same, you know? like I think, yeah, the fringes on both <laughs> sides are doing that right now where they're like holding back just waiting for that first drip of info that's like he voted for hillary it's a, a terrorist he's a trump supporter like whatever that is but i think i think the middle 80 percent of people mm. get it like i, I saw hillary immediately tweeted tweeted about silencers like as soon as it happened uh, like, just imagine if he had a silencer all the yeah. damage he could he'd have still done. be up there whispering down mayhem it's like you've clearly never shot a gun with a suppressor on it no, there's like, an argument to be made that you fire less powerful rounds with a silencer, right? Because you typically, if, Kyle, you guys both know this, but usually if you shoot something that's supersonic through a silencer, you lose a lot of the benefit, right? Because it still cracks, it's very loud. Only if you shoot lightly loaded things that, that yeah. don't go as fast. Does if silencer... you shoot subsonic, then it's virtually silent. It's, it fits mm -hmm. the bill. It fits the name. If you shoot supersonic, you're still going to have the crack of the bullet breaking the, the sound barrier. So it makes an AR-15 sound like a 22, um, which at 400 yards at, at, a, at a concert, you probably wouldn't fucking hear. And also, but, but, but the thing that those guys mm -hmm. were hearing, I think, at least, you know, I'm listening to cell phone audio. I feel like I'm hearing the cracks anyway, that that's what I'm hearing. Because he's 400 yards away and they're at a concert. Mm -hmm. I feel like you're hearing the, 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 the bullets cracking as much as anything and hitting the pavement as well. Like, like I didn't see any impacts, but that makes a loud noise when a bullet hits something near you. It's, uh, it, I've, 
I went down range and gotten behind barriers and had people mm -hmm. shoot at a target that was very close to me so that I could just pop out and be like, yeah, you got it. Or, no, you didn't. They, you know, without, we, didn't, we don't use spotting scopes as, uh, at all, ever. They're expensive, and, you know, you, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little jog back and forth. So, like, I've been down range when, and had shit, shit shot at me, and it's, it's a different kind of noise when bullets, they whiz and they crack and they zzzz. And when they hit something, especially something hard like concrete or asphalt, it's a, it's a whole new noise of its own. Um, it, it was, that's the terrifying thing to me, is that these people were all laying down thinking that there was a gunman in the crowd. And meanwhile, mm -hmm. they were just really just making themselves if maybe an easier target, you know, by, by lying yeah, down. Like ricochets. Well, but, you know, you're lying down. He's or in an elevated position. More There's more of your area. more yeah. surface area. There were and, and couple of alpha rednecks like, get down, get down, get down. And I want to be like, fuck you. Like, like it, I, I didn't vote for you. You're not my boss. <laughs> like, who, who made Who's you? Who's this guy think he is? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm the only one thing. I really don't like being told what to do by random redneck assholes. And, you know, like, get down, get down. I want to be like, fuck you. You in particular. I am almost equally upset with the two of you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> but, but, what are you yeah. out there like, no, no, everyone, make yourselves thin. <laughs> no what my actual thought was now look i was watching it with the you know like i knew what was going on get off the x get off the x is a reasonable approach you know like don't just get down and lay there get off the x that the, the you know the target like you are the that's what they call yeah, yeah. it kyle's we both heard they, it but they didn't know where he was though yeah you know? yeah like, they, like, right, i knew all of that but they, yeah you know, they're like get down get down you want to lay here fuck you i gotta get off the x that is a totally reasonable way to handle this one cool thing is the place looked easy to evacuate like before i saw any video not the easiest but like like for example wow. if it was um i forget the name of the place where the hurricanes play but it's an indoor arena they play oh. basketball and hockey there yeah, it's the arena what yeah. is it P pnc arena i think thank you um anyway it would be very hard to evacuate that a lot of people would be funneled towards the same exits and stuff like that um but this place, it seemed like they knocked over a fence, which if I saw right, was just on like legs on asphalt and they just pushed the fence over. And yeah. then suddenly there was a 500 foot wide door they could all leave through together. And mm -hmm. I don't know. That, that, you're right. That could have been way worse. You yeah. guys heard me talking about looking he up the, uh, the crushing thing. You know, I'm, I'm saying that if it hadn't been uh, easy a to evacuate, that easy, easily facilitated the exit of all those people. Like the trampling, the stampeding mm -hmm. effect could have been devil. Like, uh, like even now, fifty-nine people died, hundreds were injured. Like, obviously, those six hundred people weren't all shot. But like, anytime that many people are running around, like it's it's mayhem. It's out of control. If it had been a small door, like it, it would not be out of the realm of possibility to think that hundreds would have died. Or did the you um, see, uh, oh, you can go. Did you see? Did you see Bilzerian? No. Dan Bilzerian. No. So I don't. I think Dan was there. Uh, like in the crowd, um, not positive about that, but he was wearing his cowboy hat. Um, so he comes on his, uh, I think maybe Instagram and he's running with the camera facing back at him. He's like, I just saw a woman get shot in the fucking head. I just saw a woman get shot in the fucking head. This is crazy. And so he runs home and gets his gun and goes back into the, into the hotel and starts getting people out of the hotel and move them around. And so they were report, they were coming over the police scanners. Like, um, you know, there's, there's a white guy. He's got his AR. He's helping people. Don't don't shoot him. 
And uh, and then I saw Bilzerian on CNN, like not, not on the mic or anything, but in the background, kind of with his hands on his hips, talking to the cops. Like it, it was uh, huh. it was interesting to see. He was like right in the middle. I, I don't know if he was there, but the the thing that makes me think he was is because a he said he saw a woman get shot right in the head, and he's wearing a cowboy hat. So it doesn't happen the reason everywhere. He was there. Yeah. 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 And well, it was a country <laughs> concert, so cowboy hat checks out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I ran the math. Yeah. It's yep. uh, they did a good job getting that guy. I was asleep. Uh, I went to sleep at like midnight, and uh, I think I woke up at like three, four in the morning, and I just tapped my phone to you know make sure not, nothing had come in. It'd be really rare if something had, and I had a message, and I was like, oh shit, this needs to be checked. A, a message happened between midnight and four a.m., and I check, and it's Chiz. He's like, you shouldn't have went to sleep. Vegas is a war zone. There's people dying, and I was like, all right, well, let's get up. And I, hmm. I, as I get up, I turn on CNN and everything. And, and sure enough, like like I kind of watched. He'd been watching it from the get go, and he's he's internet savvy enough to get the police scanners on, and uh, and, and so he'd idea. been watching from the start. Yeah, I remember when the Boston bombing thing was going on, and they were looking for the uh, those brothers. Uh, he and I, and and maybe another person, I don't remember, were were listening to police scanners, and it was really telling. Like you could that there'd be coffee runs made that you know people were like yeah yeah no donuts just coffee. And you know they they were just going back and forth with shit like that, and then they they see something and they they like swarm an area and like no 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 it's, it's nothing it's nothing Na- neighbor taking his fucking garbage out we told him <laughs> to stay inside he said it smelled you know <laughs> thing. is that just a real the thing shit or they just have like... to deal with in the middle of a crisis you know because <laughs> of course one guy would be like well they can't tell me not to take my stinky trash out just because a couple of that would totally be me terrorists. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I, I take it out there i saw uh, an accident scene it was like icy there's like cars sliding across a highway and the police is like get out get out of the road get out of the road and my inclination is to be like I'll stand in the road if I want to. <laughs> you know? like, I just really don't like being pushed around. <laughs> I like those clips on snowy roads where like six people have slid down and run into each other. Like in that super mm. like two mile an hour mm-hmm. kind of accident where it's like, no, <laughs> and then they hit each other. And like then you look over across the hill and you see another guy come over and he stops for a second and he goes, well, clearly that, you know, uh, you know, Dually Diesel didn't have what it took, but my <laughs> Honda Civic is going to power through. It'll be like Legolas on top of the snow. <laughs> and then they start sliding down, and two seconds later, they're like, whoa. <laughs> and that's all that it is. There's always, like, every winter, there's a clip like that in, like, Florida or Louisiana or somewhere where they don't get snow, and they, it's just a travesty. And it attracts spectators. That's what I like about those. Is that's that's the reason you're able to see this is like people are waiting. They're like, all right, let's see somebody else do it. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh. There's a whole crowd down there waiting on the next dummy yeah. to come over the hill. What and, were you and thinking? Another one? Deep water. Deep water. Like yeah, there's there's like three cars stuck in the road from this flood zone that, that you know now is covering the pre, the mm-hmm. paved road. There's a like a Civic stuck and a Tacoma stuck, and you know somebody else in their Lotus is like, well maybe if I go super fast, you yeah. know, <laughs> I'll just skim across the top. Yeah. Good luck <laughs> like with that. Stone. Yeah. Ah, I love that stuff. But yeah, I don't know. News is crazy. Uh, I think Trump will get. A little bit of a pass now. I feel like at least the shooting thing's not his fault. He didn't do it. Oh, see? wait. 
Yeah, you guys well, are probably. Yeah, you're right. Trump's a big NRA guy. Remember, he's, he's always, oh, Wayne Lafayette, he's my buddy. Yeah, we're tight. You know, like 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 they're they're going after the NRA now, and they they're coming. It's I feel nothing like it's will not come of going this. anywhere. Yeah, I'm with you, Kyle, on that. Yeah, yeah. I, I get, look, the Republicans have the House, the Senate, the presidency, and the judicial branch. In what world are guns going to be taken split? away? I'm sorry. Judicial split. It's it's five four at the Supreme. And oh. but even below that, like Trump just put thirty seven new federal judges in. Like it's it's by and large Republican now. Um he's just he's I think Obama had seventeen and Trump has thirty seven. Governorships. Um, uh, yeah, it's uh, the Republicans have it all wrapped yeah. up. Um and, and uh mm-hmm. and as much as I just just have a huge disdain for lobbying, I, I, I PKA lobbying firm need to make that shit happen. <laughs> Um, you know the NRA's got plenty of money. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a member. You know I, I pump some of that money into those well, guys' pockets. They're so pockets. powerful because they have so many members. Not even because of their donations. Like they, there's fucking millions of people are members of the NRA. Yeah, but and membership costs money. The gun culture involves that lobbying, right? Like if I go to a range and I buy bullets, they're reminding me to donate to the NRA. Like it, it, I, I, if you play hockey. There's no huge lobbying force like, oh, do you need your skate scarpage? Don't forget to donate to the H- NHLRA or something. <laughs> like that, that's not a thing. But something about like almost every gun owner is either a part of the NRA or guilty about not being part of the NRA. But like it, it's in their mind. The lobbying and the guns go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, they, they, that's because there's nobody coming in trying to take the fucking puck away, right? Like, these no, pucks true. are too hard. We're going to institute softer pucks. They only go a third the speed, so it's going <laughs> to slow things down a bit. Taylor, okay, seriously, you, you what do mind. you need skates for? Like, why do you need yeah. skates? <laughs> Prove to me that you need them. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why do you need I, That's the argument I hate more than anything, because it's just an emotional appeal of, but I don't get it. <laughs> but I don't get why you right. want that thing. It's like I don't understand why you eat vegan fake butter toast. You queer. Like I don't. I don't get mad at you for that. You know. No. I, I don't say that we need to ban all gluten free aisles you know? <laughs> because you got an upset tummy. Uh, you know. I was. Oh, here's a new thing. I, I I wanted to whip it out on PKN, even though we're at an hour. Um, there's a bill working its way into Congress, voting, etc. It's an anti-abortion bill. And I think all three of us are pro-choice. It's a bit of an echo chamber. But if I understand this one right, it doesn't sound too wacky to me. And I just load it up like this. Yeah, that's the big... Well, then there's more to it. So I think think we're all on the same page that, like, look, if it's nine months in and this is, like, literally a baby ready to come out, then this is not... A good the abortion it's not a good idea it's wrong yeah right this yeah. is this is, is literally a person at this point yeah it's just a matter of, of moving and then on the other side we're all on the same page with like the um uh the day after pill is that what they call it morning uh, after. Plan morning B. after thank you plan b morning after we're all on the same page like that's not even that hard a decision this thing is not a living breathing person etc somewhere yeah. in that day after pill to nine months the thing becomes a person Yep. I don't know when that is. So they're putting a bill forth that says, unless it's a danger to the mother, and I think in cases of rape and uh, incest, and incest, which maybe you could call rape, but whatever, rape, incest, and danger to the mother, you can still get an abortion after five months. But otherwise, if you carry this thing five months, you have to carry it to term. And 
I'm like, I mean, all that's right. That's a lot of time. Five months. You have to plenty get of time. And the, look, you don't miss five. This is what a five-month-old baby looks like. Not the bananas. You have to click the link. <laughs> it's literally it a was, picture it, of bananas. <laughs> it was showing that it's the size of a bundle of bananas at that time. So it's got fingers and eyes scale. and a That's nose hilarious. and ears and it. Does it look like that? That looks like an. Oh, here. There's the ultrasound. Yeah, man. There's the ultrasound. Oh, it's yeah. At five months. It's. Yeah, it's it's pretty developed. Yeah, yeah, that's that. that yeah, I, I agree with that one. Like, like, look, if you haven't made your mind up after five months, you're a procrastinator and you deserve a child. All right. And by the way, there is another choice, right? <laughs> if I were to rephrase it as this, hey, if you let this thing go five months without taking care of it, then uh, adoption's your only choice. We send it know? to Puerto Rico. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then, you know, because it's like you don't have to be a mom forever. This doesn't have to change your, your life if, if, if it's going to be bad for the two of you. You can put it up for adoption and then just, you know, go about where you were. Yeah. And uh, it seems like there's a lot of people wanting to adopt children. Yeah. Like, like my experience <clears throat> with that comes from sitcoms, of course. Hmm. Uh, but, but there's always some like, parent, you remember when George had the friends wanting to adopt the kid and everything and they messed it up for him or whatever? Maybe Elaine did. It seems like there's always people like really trying really hard, but they can't get a baby or they're really expensive because I feel. If you could sell babies, I, I'd start a baby mill, right? Mm. Like, 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 that's what they need to get on is, is baby <laughs> mills. Yeah, I wasn't sure because I know you, you guys were pro-choice and I was like, ah. and by the way, it gets easier and easier to be pro-life when you're like not in that situation anymore. Like, you know, when hope hits like 25, I've got like nothing to lose, you know, like, yeah, whatever. I'm totally pro-life now. Like it is since I'm off the firing line and I yeah. see a lot of people go in that direction. I'm not saying I am, but I'm not. Same thing with guns. It's the same thing with guns. When, if, if you don't have a dog in that fight, mm. if you're not interested in a gun, you never want a gun. You're one of those people, then of course it's easy for you to say, "Oh yeah, take it away, take their rights away, take their guns away, take all the guns away, not even a musket, like take yeah. it all away." It's easy, but if you're if you're fucking 25 years old, 30 years old, and you're you're having sex regularly and a condom breaks, your mind will change insta fucking instantly, instantly, instantly. You're on board. You're like, I, I don't care if that baby is crawling out and asking <laughs> for help. Fucking blast it with your gun, like 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 like, like I. You would support some sort of I mean, or, or adoption. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, you know, I'm just yeah, If the baby's right, crawling the out, adoption is right there. You've already, you've already made it through. But <laughs> yeah, this 20-week thing, I saw it, and I'm like, I don't think I hate it. Now, there is one other caveat that I might put in there that I don't think is in there. What if after 20 weeks you learn that the baby has something very wrong with it, right? What if it's only going to live two years, or what if it has... Uh, uh, it's brains on the outside. Or yeah, or uh, CP. What, what does Stephen Hawking have? Um, ALS. Oh, is that what it is? But I'm going for cerebral palsy is the one I had in my head. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, like it, I, I don't. I, it depends. I might throw that in there. Would, yeah. There's a list of things that I would be okay with you aborting your kid if he had that. You mm -hmm. know, like like uh, if he's left-handed. Mm -hmm. If. Uh, if he has a predisposition to being a liberal, any of he's these gonna, things. He could be, be Jewish. 
Yeah, if he's unattractive, <laughs> is there a, does the child have a large nose? Mm -hmm. like, 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 what's right. what's going on here? Does, does he have? I'd be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't Dude, be fucked. My I'll big nose has what, to do with if, being broken. <laughs> if I ultrasounded my baby and he was always just staring right at the ultrasound <laughs> thing, I'd be like, that's that's Satan. That is the fucking Antichrist. Like, look, look, look what he's holding up. He's holding up six <clears throat> fingers. He's flashing six, 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 six. Like, no, kill it. Kill yeah. it some fire. Use the baby harpoon. Get it in here. But there's certain <laughs> birth kill the mother as well. There's no time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they should add a few birth effects to like that list. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Shoot it in through the vagina and just like like that thing on Jaws when he had to click himself into the chair. Yeah, exactly. It's but anyway, exactly like that. I was curious as to where you guys fell on that thing. It sounds like we're on the same page, basically. Yeah, like, yeah. like yeah. Guns I, and this stuff, I think we're always pretty much on the same it's page. common sense stuff. We're actually on the same page on most issues, I think. Oh, yeah. Not healthcare, though. Um, but we just disagree which party's better at it. That's where yeah. we typically disagree. Yeah. And, there's, and nobody's good at it. Yeah, <laughs> we agree no, on if that. They, if they were good at things, they'd be in the private sector. <laughs> uh, PKN if, episode one. <laughs> if they had skills that were marketable and weren't afraid of getting fired, you know they'd be in the private sector doing something, yeah, running the business. Some, we need some sort of a massive technological leap, you know, like where where healthcare is virtually free and just you know some Star Trek shit, you know, like like, like I I've been watching these videos. Star Trek is socialism, you know, that's what's going on in the Star Trek universe, but it's fine. Because technology has eliminated the need for money. Does like, it, you have a replicator. A replicator that can just make any material you want. It can make gold. Gold is no longer of any value. Because you can just be like, ah, 10 pounds of gold. And it'll just make yeah. it out of energy. But we'll never be post-scarcity. Oh, unless we make it. Not unless we figure out how to, uh, how to rearrange atoms. I mean. I discovered I mean, a hypocrisy I, in my own healthcare argument. So I've often said, you know. In fast forward, the state line thing, you know, if you let them compete against state li across state lines, they all go to the state with the weakest laws and et cetera. However, I would really like them to be able to sell drugs across country lines, right? It's crazy that we pay, I'll make oh, it yeah. up, you know, two to five times more for a drug than Canadians do. That would just end if suddenly we could have drugs shipped in from certain countries. What's your legal recourse when, those, when that Canadian Viagra makes your cock explode? I... It won't. It's the same drug. It's just a generic or some other, you know, or exactly branch the same. of the same company. You know, yeah, like well, yeah, or exactly. AIDS drugs in particular are like slightly over free in Africa and in incredibly expensive wow. here. That's why I dislike Trump on the free trade. You know, it's the worst deals ever. It's, up. it's like, no, the more free trade you have, the more people have access to cheap and quality goods and competition that drives the price of those down. Like, you're totally right about that. Like, if we could allow across country lines, that would be really impactful. It, it would be huge, I think. Yeah, if suddenly American stuff, because that's a big part of the issue, right? When, when we pay $100 for a Band-Aid in a hospital or when we pay uh, you know, $1,000 for a drug at the store, you know, if that got, if we, got, if we took care of that, then that would be a huge mm -hmm. step forward towards lowering healthcare costs. Yeah, because it, it's basically at, like <clears throat> the way it is now. You have to pay that because there are regulations in place that allow them to basically have a monopoly on that drug. Doesn't matter that people in Canada are taking the same dick pill, you know, for a, a millionth the cost. You know, you can't get it. The, you don't get that because you don't live in Canada. The challenge with it is, and now we're getting off time. All this is set up with other people's money. Like right? when you pay insurance, somehow. 
you're paying your healthcare bill, like your doctor, with other people's money, so you don't care about the price of it. And the insurance people are like, ah, well, this is the price, so we'll just charge them this much for it. it it's like everyone's getting paid somehow with other people's money, and then the prices run outrageous until you're paying $100 for ibuprofen. And mm -hmm. if, I don't know, like if there were labels on the prices at the hospital, people might make different decisions. Like, yeah, we brought our own Tylenol. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're not going to do that. Oh, I remember when I, like, like, like the, the only time I've uh, paid for any real health care was when Scott's leg got all gashed up mm -hmm. with that minor explosion. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I, you know, I took credit for that. It's, I, I fucking did the thing, so, so I'm responsible, I felt like. At least responsible for the medical bills, not legally responsible by <laughs> any means. Uh, but, 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 you know, we got him into the, the ER, and I was, well, first of all, I didn't want to take him to the ER. I was like, man, we can sew this thing up. Mm. Like, 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 we can sew this thing up. Like, like let's just... Let's just be a man about this and, you know, get some fishing line. And uh, I've got a suture kit. Uh, we'll pull up a YouTube video. And he's like, fuck no. Fuck no. Take me to the hospital. Fuck no. Take me to the hospital. I almost right. got two videos All on right. it today. Yeah, right. <laughs> he told me, I'm going to pull up a YouTube video. I also would say, eat shit. Take me to the hospital. <laughs> Dude, I could have stitched him up like nothing. Like, like no problem. I could have made that Did shit. Did you clean the it. needle, Kyle? Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I spit on it. And no painkiller, I, I, I guess. I put lighter on it for two seconds. That does it. The lighter does it. You know, the lighter would have mm. done it. So, like, uh, I took him to the ER, and, like, you know, they're getting ready to do the thing, and then and uh, he, he's going to give him some lidocaine or whatever the fuck the, the injection would be to numb it. He's like, do you want that? And I was like, ah, you don't need that, do you? He's like, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I was like, how much is it? And he told me, I don't remember, but it was hundreds of dollars. Like, like it was hundreds of dollars just for the injection. I want to say the full hospital bill was like, well, it was over a thousand. I don't know if it was two grand yet. Somewhere between fourteen and nineteen hundred dollars. I remember paying fourteen hundred like right away, and then I think another bill came for like a little more, a couple, a few more hundred perhaps. Did you and say it was no like lidocaine? Or no, I, 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 he got it. He got I would have been like, you know what? You fucking wait here and deal with it. I'm running to the corner gas station. I'm going to bring you back a pint of, of the cheapest vodka they have. <laughs> and you're going to, and if you're in that much pain, you'll deal with it. Like, he was not no. up for that. And, you know, I, I felt like it was, deal, it, it was, it was dealer's choice. And because, you know, I, I, I don't get to decide what level of health care is provided to you just because I'm, because I am responsible for the thing happening to you. So, so he, he asked for what he wanted and he got it. It was only five <laughs> stitches. You know, it was five stitches. It's, yeah. not, a, it's not a gash. It's just a little, little uh, puncture wound. With Colin's very... foot? Like, so, so we're there. And once everything was kind of like the tension was a little lower because he was pale and, and terrible shape. And, uh, but like, you know, an hour after being at the hospital, he was just a little more chilled. And I go to handle like the bill of it and stuff. And they're like, well, it looks like your per incident deductible is like two grand. And, you know, we need twelve hundred right now. We could do that in payments. And in my head, I'm like, look, this thing's going to hit the two grand. We both know it. <laughs> you know, we haven't done any yeah. follow. Can, can I just pay that here now? <laughs> You know, <laughs> and then I want to. You hold five thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, here's two grand, and then just don't bill me anymore for anything else, and and you know we'll be square because we know it. We know where this is headed. But that, on a side note, I will forever, until the day I die, be grateful of the doctors that fixed him. One, he's perfect now. He has a scar on the top of his foot. That's it. Otherwise, it's, it's good. It's perfect. Yeah. And uh, so that's a big thing. The other thing is, so Colin has special needs, and. Um, he couldn't move, I think it was, it was either two or three of his toes. I think it was three, the middle ones. And uh, there was no, like, 
talking to him about it. There was no, like, even now, like, it's Wednesday, right? If you ask him, like, like hey, when's Saturday? He doesn't fucking know. Like, that's not a thing that he's good at. <laughs> he has no idea. He doesn't have to keep track. Yeah, yeah. If you ask him what's after Wednesday, he doesn't know what's after Wednesday. So, so we're in the hospital, and we're trying to explain to him that it's the weekend, and that there's less staff available, and that they'll fix it on Monday. And this is not sitting well. And uh, uh, stuff he would normally get like day after tomorrow isn't working at the moment. And uh, the doctor moved heaven and earth. The, the, the surgical team was like 12 people or nine people. And he had to call like 18 to get them to come in on a Sunday morning and do that operation. And uh, not only did he kill it and make everything better again, but yeah. he did it the next morning because he understood that Colin has more mental mm -hmm. stress than other kids. And that was that was pretty yeah, special. What a, good guy. What a yeah. fucking gory injury! Like 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 every time I think about that, I I get a little, ugh, I'm, like I'm, I would not want to suffer that injury. He's like, got like, PTSD like about it. We we were at behind the stable today, and he's Got like, I don't like axes. Axes chop feet. I'm like <laughs> I do not want to play with axes he's anymore. Not wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, Colin, we're putting the dust collection in the wood shop right now. And he's, he's like, no, I, I really don't want to chop wood. I don't like axes. Yeah, axes are bad. Fucking, um, he's totally okay Paul with the hydraulic Bunyan. splitter. He loves that thing. But fucking Paul Bunyan cartoon comes on. He's running for the hills. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He is n even to this day. He uh, he's not a fan of axes at all. Ooh. They they chop feet. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be either. Like, mm. like, like I can't. I, I completely understand that. Like, like, uh, my dad had that injury forever ago, maybe fifteen years now. Like, you know, on a on a grinder, like a table grinder, one side has the wheel, like the hard stone, and the other side has the bristles, the wire sure. brush. Uh, he was bristling something without glasses on, and one of the bristles flew into his eyeball and embedded itself such that there was just enough sticking out that every blink cut the inside of his eyelid oh. a gruesome injury and you could see it this little black speck and like he goes to one doctor and that doctor's like got the eye you know the the clockwork orange mm -hmm. uh set up on him holding his eye open and puts the numbing drops in and he's trying to pluck it out trying to pull it out with tweezers can't do it can't fucking do it they ended up having to do this procedure where they took a small drill bit and drilled a hole into his eyeball right next to it so that they could extract this thing it was in so deeply and we put our glasses on around <laughs> around here like like forevermore as jerry clower would say like it was like, you got your safety glasses on you got your, you got your glasses on you got them on put two on put two fucking pair on like like there's goggles like you go into his shop and there's a plethora of fucking safety glasses everywhere they're everywhere multiples like when, every time he goes to the 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 parts store or wherever he's like yeah, give me give me a three pack of those safety glasses Dude, while I'm here. I had a uh, your father's experience was better than mine, but um, I was I'm really good about glasses, right? But somehow I didn't think the drill press was as dangerous as the other machines at throwing shrapnel, and uh, I used it without glasses like one time, and sure enough, I got shrapnel in my eye and it hurt for a while. The doctor plucked it out and you could see the rust; it was rusting in my eyeball, and. Wow. Uh, um, now, not only do I have my glasses, I'm kind of picky about them. I like ones that sit closer to the eye. Uh, yeah. They, yeah, they, uh, they're not like sealed or anything, but they're kind of aerodynamic looking. Yeah. And, Kitty, and like you, 
if you go to my stable right now, you'll find like 22 unopened pairs of glasses. Like, it, I'll get you a brand new. I don't give a fuck. They're not. I buy them in like bulk at Amazon. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, there's no reason not to wear glasses. I get you like a sterile pair if you want it. Yeah, I, I, I've always like, like, like I remember being in shop, you know, and and there would be kids over there working without the glasses, and I'm like, y'all, y'all fucking up. Y'all fucking up. Like you don't even know the kind of injury that you're that you're uh, up for here. We had so many injuries in class. Like like, I take that back. We didn't have a ton of them, but the ones we had were semi serious. Like a couple mm. kids lost fingers. Like like one kid, um, it like was in the your chops year or like through the school's history. Through this while I was there, uh, oh. like guys in my class or like the period before me. In one case. He chopped one of his fingers off with like uh, one of those. It was it's a wood saw that like has a base and you know you slide a two by six under it and it's the kind that it's a compound miter down. saw. Yeah, oh, it's a sliding it, compound it miter saw. It comes down and it yeah. He chopped his finger off with that, cut it right the fuck off, and blood was mm. everywhere all over that thing. And I remember being like, I really don't want to use that saw anymore. Like not because of the blood, but because like I I now see the dangers of that saw. And like before. I had no fear of this saw, but now that I've seen it in action, I, I, there's something about humans that we need to see some bad shit go down to fully respect something like that. When I, uh, I remember Mr. Ertzberger would always tell us, there was a guy, Harley, uh, in our class. He had long hair like a girl, and uh, it, he, you know, it was his thing. He was unique. Uh, Harley had a rough time. His mom was a stripper, and everybody knew it. And he had this long fucking hair down to his shoulders, and he he was the guy who enjoyed machine work. He would be on the metal lathe, hmm. and Ertzberg was always telling him, "Get that hair back, get it in a ponytail, oh put it under." And uh, and I never fully respected what he was saying until I watched videos as an adult, you know, on the internet of people getting sucked into lathes. Oh, but it didn't happen and to him. He got away with it. it. He was he's fine, as far <laughs> as I know. Like, but Ertzberg told us the story of someone it had happened to and the gruesome injury that you get. And then we had another kid. Um, I think he was chopping, I think he was on a grinder, uh, mm-hmm. like a grinder like I described, but a real big one where the wheel is five, six inches, and he got his finger into that. You know, it spins downward, and there's a, a stopgap at the bottom, and it, it pulled him in, and it, like, it, it ruined his finger. It ruined his finger in a gruesome kind of way, and there was blood all over the place, and like those two little things that I saw in, one was in shop class and the other was in metals class and they were right next to each other with just a door that stayed open between them and big sliding doors on the outside so we were we were intermixing constantly Mm -hmm. so those two things really impressed upon me like like the need for safety when working with power tools and machinery i i I like my fingers i need them all and you know i don't want to be a freak you know know what else i like i like my hearing I'm pretty good about hearing protection. <laughs> a lot of people aren't. The paramotor, I double up. Uh, and not only do I, I like protecting my hearing, but I find it more pleasant. You know, if, if I'm on a, like when I plane wood, it's often a loud machine for like an hour at a time. Double up. Not only is it safer, <coughs> but it's nicer. You grow up with a, a woman screaming at you enough, you, you won't mind a little hearing loss mm. after a while. <laughs> <laughs> good thing. It's like, hey. part of the game. Your tinnitus. If I keep this up, you'll shut the fuck up. Bang, bang, bang. I'll be able to hear shit in a year or two. So your parents are fully divorced? That's over and wrapped and done? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're fully divorced. Oh, Um, congrats. Yeah, they... I don't know how long it's been that the divorce has been full. Two Christmases, Kyle. 
You know, <laughs> I, I haven't gotten shit for Christmas. Twice as many presents. Yes. In a, in a coon's age, I haven't gotten a, a, anything. In a coon's uh, age? In a is that... coon's age. Yeah, mm, you know, the lifespan of, of a raccoon. You know, many years. Uh, I, I haven't it. gotten anything for yeah. Christmas. <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we don't do that. Um, oh. But yeah, they're, they're fully divorced. Dad's, you know, he's dating and stuff. And mom, I never want to see another man again. You know, she's got that kind of attitude about it. Um, um, but, and I, I've... I've been hanging. I've been talking to my mom more. She 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 bring dinner over every now and yeah. then. So I, so I'm getting along with her better. My mother-in-law once laid out uh, what old age dating is about, and she's like, "Yeah, it, this is like post 65. All they're looking for is a nurse or a purse. One of those two. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. My dad's 63, 64, something like that, and that is not what's going on with him. (laughs) I think he lies on his thing and says he's like 61 or something Mm. like that, or maybe even 59 or somewhere in there. (laughs) But like, he shows me the pictures of these women, and I'm like, that's not bad. All right, yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's a shapely woman. That's not she's got you know she's not no gray. That's a blonde, some blonde, good-looking lady. And uh, and he's got so many of them that like he was over here the other night and I was cooking steaks and then the girl he was seeing not really a girlfriend uh, whatever you want to call it was like uh, I, she sends him his text message that says I've got men knocking at my door you need to make a decision here meaning you know you need to commit to me in some way and he was like he typed back answer it and then blocked her. <laughs> <laughs> he said like, answer it, and blocked her. Uh, I was like, oh, that's cold as ice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's end the show on that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, PKN163. I like this one. <laughs>